Hi, I'm Kyle. And I'm Trevor. And welcome to Catching Up on Cinema. Uh, if you're not familiar with the program, Catching Up on Cinema is a movie review podcast wherein Kyle and I take turns introducing one another to films. And in this way, we help each other to catch up on our cinema. Uh, so today, uh, we're doing our monthly special episode, something we like to call Catching Up on Blu-ray, uh, this time for the month of November 2019. Uh, so if you're not familiar with the format, Catching Up on Blu-ray episodes are basically where we take a look at the physical media release calendar, uh, in this case usually Blu-rays and 4Ks and whatnot, um, and just take a look at what's coming out this month and you know voice our thoughts uh, in regards to, like, if anything jumps out at us or if anything looks like total garbage basically we just take a look at the release catalog and voice our thoughts gives us ideas for future episodes like oh you haven't seen this movie yeah this also is going to be a good month because christmas is right around the corner yeah usually that tends to be the case um december releases tend to be kind of wimpy mm. um, but november i've noticed it seems like number one yeah a lot of the publishers tend to put out their their big big releases in november um so people can like dog ear them for like oh that would be a good christmas gift for somebody or something uh so also if you're not familiar um usually physical media releases happen on tuesdays uh so the first date in november wherein we have any releases is november 5th um and the first release here that jumps out at me jumps out at me largely because it's on my shelf yeah, already <laughs> i was gonna ask you about that um, that would be fast and furious presents Hobbs and shaw um starring the rock and jason statham um, I already watched this. Obviously, I already own it. Um, yeah. It's not as good as I was hoping because the trailers for this movie, holy shit, looked like the best movie that ever movied. Yeah. <laughs> it looked right up my fucking alley. But um, you aren't a big fan of this franchise. Not correct? at all. No. Not at all. Um, I only got turned on to the Fast and Furious movies after the fifth one, basically mm. from when The Rock joined the cast. Um, have you heard anything about the the twitter feuds and whatnot between tyrese yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh my god it's hilarious Ugh. it's also funny because it's kind of accurate because the rock did pretty much co-opt the franchise and uh tyrese in case you haven't noticed doesn't do a whole a whole lot else besides these movies i think he's paying to be in those movies i think you're right <laughs> because i don't know if he would have a job outside of these no. movies um but yeah uh, hobbs and shaw i think it was directed by david leitch who's a He's part of that 8711 collective. The, it's a action studio, basically. Um, he's a partner of Chad Stileski, who mm. does uh, the John Wick movies. Um, he uh, he also did Deadpool 2. Oh, I love And that oftentimes he gets, like in recent days anyway, he gets tapped to do these big, uh, like, audacious action films. And I don't know if he has much of, like, a directorial style just yet, but it is funny to me how... Uh, I get this. I get the sense that a lot of inexperienced directors um, tend to rely on like things like montage and like music cues, mm. um, because from an editing standpoint, having done just a little bit of editing, I can tell you having music to edit to is infinitely easier than mm. like just like structuring a story on its own. And there's a lot of that in the movie to the point that's like, huh, this is a touch amateurish. But whenever the action gets going, it, it redeems itself. But uh, what what else jumps at you here for November 5th, Kyle? Well, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, uh, it was actually released for streaming um, back back in October, and they were charging for you to pay for it. You couldn't just rent it. You had to pay for it. So I would have rented it totally, 
because I wanted to watch it. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's name is on it. It's uh, on it. On it. <laughs> um, and it looked like a fun little movie, but I am concerned because I see our little friend, the Rotten Tomatoes symbol <laughs> down on the bottom. We totally swear it's good. We swear it's good. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, that's not giving me a lot of faith, but I'm still going to watch this. Um, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, the, the they have some cover art here for the... Uh, it's an alternate cover that it looks like a, a painting um, and holy shit, it reminds me a little bit of that Arrow release of Crimson Peak, mm. um, which is very painterly, very artful. Um, but yeah, what have you heard about this movie? I've heard Kyle? nothing. I've heard not a single person I know has seen it. I've heard no reviews, nothing. Wow. See, I don't know anyone who's seen it, but um, it, it has a decent reputation. Like, as far as I know, most people don't hate it. Um, but it's gotten intensely mixed reviews. From what I can gather, it looks like it's marketed towards a young... like. Like, like nine to thirteen year olds. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and but then again, you need to think of the source material. Like maybe that's appropriate. Maybe we're just too old for this or something. Yeah, I think that because I remember scary stories to tell in the dark. I'm like, I want to see this just because of that. And I think it might be kind of fun because I had a lot of fun with uh the clock, the house with the clocks in the wall. Oh yeah, um, the Eli like, Roth movie. Yeah, the Eli Roth movie. I'm like, this seems like the same kind of tone where it's like. It's kind of it's kind of an adult movie for kids. That's kind of what I got from it. Yeah, I mean, thanks to Stranger Things, I think that's like a really powerful resurgent genre these days. Um, so, I mean, even the Stephen King movies, that's a huge part of the appeal to them is that they, they're horror stories, but presented in a mainstream fashion yeah. where it's like, this isn't an outright scary movie. This is meant to be mass consumed. Yeah, um, but. Moving on down here, we have 4K re-releases of tons of Disney movies. Yeah. Could not care less. Could not. Even not. Bother. Universal Soldier on 4K from 1992. Did that need to be on 4K? No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, mostly notable for being Roland Emmerich's first movie, I think. Or first US, first American movie, at least. Godzilla 98. And okay. Independence Day. Ooh, okay. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren. It is not an exceptional film in either of their filmographies, <laughs> which is saying a, a lot. lot. <laughs> um, it does have good Van Damme butt. And, uh, oh. yeah, a really cool kill sequence at the end of the movie. But other than that, it's not one of my favorites. Although it does have a really good Van Damme sequence where he's eating popcorn in a, in a roadside bar, and he's utterly preoccupied with eating said popcorn while he's beating the shit out of people that's weird it's it's a bar fight but he's eating popcorn because he's like transfixed on the popcorn <laughs> uh yes we've got a, a 4k release of schindler's list which Ooh. is a black and white film with very very little use of color uh yeah that would i i don't need to rewatch that movie for another 10 years because i just watched it like six months ago maybe because uh my girlfriend had not seen it I'm like, man, I am not due for a cry. But 4K, I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Does it necessarily need to be on 4K? Yes. Without okay. having seen it, I know I'm a bad pseudo Jew. Yeah. I, I do have Jewish in the family somewhere. <laughs> mm. I, I have not seen it. Um, but without having seen it, I can tell you, yes. Um, okay. Black and white or color doesn't matter. Uh, just the fidelity, the image quality, it will make a difference. Okay. Uh, Galaxy Quest has got a Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray release. I'm all for that. Twentieth anniversary. Fuck. fuck yeah. Wow. 1999. Twenty years ago. That's nuts. So yeah, we have Shaun of the Dead re-release, and then Spartacus 1960. Uh, that's the Stanley Kubrick. 
Yes, it is. It is a Kubrickian production. Uh, That appears to be a steel book. Um, I don't know if this has any, like, additional special features or whatnot, but I have noticed there has been a, like, a resurgence of Kubrick re-releases. The Shining recently got a 4K, and then 2001, a few months ago, got a a 4K. Um, It's because I think of Dr. Sleep, because Ah, it's a sequel to The Shining, and The Shining is the superior film, even to the (laughs) source material. Uh, And we're like, let's just keep the the Kubrick going. Uh, This is actually interesting, because it's a Kubrick film that doesn't feel like a a Kubrick film. Was it a studio production? Yeah. That probably makes a world of difference, in Um, 1960 especially. Yeah. Uh, it, his his stamp is not on it in my opinion, but it's still a good, I mean it's still a good movie. Yeah, even like the the framing, like it's pulled back more. I, f- I feel like when I think of Kubrick, I think of more like intimate framing, more like more close ups, more like more measured camera movement, like really intensely calculated. That one feels more loosey goosey. I guess it, it's it's a f- it's not a Kubrick film. It's a studio film that he directed. I saw it a long time ago, but I barely remember it. Um, I, re- I always remember my dad making a joke about the I am Spartacus scene. He's mm. like, he's like, I fucking, I fucking swear, there's a guy from Brooklyn in that crowd. He's like, I'm Spartacus. I'm Spartacus. Hey, I'm Spartacus. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's it's not. It doesn't feel like a Kubrick film. Um, Snowfalling on the Cedars. That looks stupid. Uh, uh, that's about the Japanese internment type shit. Uh, oops, sorry. It, it was no, no. I'm not. I'm not correcting you. I'm just saying that I. I think Ethan Hawke was the star of it. It was a oh, book we had to read in school. That's gotcha. the only reason I know it. And I think we watched the movie as part of... Oscar bait? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's it's a decent book. It's not bad. Uh, Naked Alibi. That People talk with a voice like this, you see? Uh, <laughs> this looks dumb as shit. The uh, art of racing in the rain. There's a dude in a convertible with a golden retriever. I mean, that's going to get a lot of people to buy it. Okay. Mostly for the dog, but also for the car. Um, the, interesting. The kitchen. Do you know this? I don't know. Uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, Elizabeth Moss. I I really She's like. She's on her. a roll lately. Uh, Mad Men just like poof, shot her career. The Handmaid's Tale is doing really well. That's that's the big one these days. And then. Uh, she was in Us, and she's also in that Invisible Man she was, movie. She was good in Us. I liked her in Us. She was the best part, if you ask Tim, me. And the Tim, I can't think of his name. He's got three names, doesn't from, he? Yeah, he's from the Tim and Eric show. Uh, he's like a, uh, oh, what do you call it? Alternative comedy kind of guy. Um, but yeah, I like Elizabeth Moss. I might, I'm interested, but the it's, Tiffany Haddish, uh, she, this looks like a serious movie, and Tif- Tiffany Haddish is a comedian. Uh, if you haven't noticed, there's like a, there's a, a trend. With, uh, it's like lady con artist type movies. Mm. There's the the Jennifer Lopez one that just came to theaters like last month, um, and then there's this, and then there's that show on FX, the Claws show, I think it's called. Oh. It's about the hairdressers or nail artists that are running some con in Florida, I think. There's a movie. There's a show on HBO with Reese Witherspoon and Laura Dern. I can't. That think. looked really good. My girlfriend. That looked really good. I've heard it's very good. Um, I, I haven't watched yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think I only saw one review for this, and it was mostly negative. Gotcha. Um, though I, I would expect both Melissa McCarthy and Elizabeth Moss to, you know, turn out good performances, but that's not enough to save a movie sometimes. No. Uh, World's End, which I really love that movie. Also on 4K. Yeah. Uh, Yellowstone season two. That's people keep telling me about that. They're like, oh, you don't like Kevin Costner? You need to watch Yellowstone. I'm like, why would I watch that? I don't like Kevin Costner. I mean, that's my logic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to watch well, it. Castlevania season two. Um, I don't have Netflix, but 
if I did, this would I, be I would one. watch Castlevania because I've heard it's not bad, and I love those games. But part of part of the reason I'm like apprehensive about it is that I like the old games, mm. and uh, the art style definitely speaks more to the like the current wave of games. Um, but come on, it's a bunch of people with whips trying to kill Dracula. That sounds like fun. Yeah. It's based on a fucking video game. I'd watch that. <laughs> oh my dear lord! So we've got some. Uh, we've got a. What is this? Apprentice to Murder. No, Arrow. Arrow and Arrow. Yeah, Apprentice release. to Murder from 1988. It's an Arrow disc. That is a lovely cover. It is a lovely cover. I'm trying to figure out who that is. Donald Sutherland. It looks like a Donald. It looks like Donald Sutherland, and then looks like Kevin Costner from Dances with Wolves. Well, let's find out, shall we? Uh, that is. It is Donald. Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Good call. Good call, Trevor. Roger Corman producing. Uh, ooh, he looks kind of haggard. Well, it was 1988. He'd had a few miles on him by yeah. then. Santa uh, with muscles. <laughs> oh, Hulk, Mr. Hulk Hogan. Wow. Um, I watched a video review for this. I think it was a Noah Antweiler, a uh, Spoonie experiment review. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it has one of the guys from, uh, what the fuck was it called? Was it Crossing Jordan, I think? That sounds familiar. Yeah, I, th- I think it was the British guy from Crossing Jordan is the villain in it. Mm. Um, this movie looked terrible. <laughs> I'm noticing there's a lot of Peepaw uh, releases. These are movies that Peepaw would like. Yeah, you got to get him something for Christmas. A lot of dad movies here. Yeah. Uh, Ophelia would not be one of them. Oh. <laughs> is that... what's? Yep, Clive Owen. Clive Owen Ooh. and uh, the lady that plays Ray from Star Wars, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, and Naomi Watts. Oh, lady that never shuts her mouth. Yeah. She, she always just kind of has it hanging open. <laughs> open. Uh, cats. Uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber. I remember them. I remember this was on maybe our. We would rent. Maybe I think it's the beginning of Page Master. It's on the VHS of Page Master. That makes sense. I remember seeing commercials for Cats constantly. Constantly. At, at one point in time, I can't remember what year, but it was advertised relentlessly. I remember. And, uh, I remember the Mister Mephistopheles and his fireworks. I love that name. I remember. I just remember being a little kid and thinking he was cool solely because he had fireworks and a cool name. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Um, Amy Schumer had a joke about like going to elementary school for the first time, and her mom had talked her up like you were the most beautiful thing in the world. And then when she got to elementary school, like you're fucking disgusting. Like Aww. the kids are mean. Aww. And she's like. Were you going to say that to my curly bangs? My Mr. Mistopheles uh, sweater? I'm like, that's a Mr. Mistopheles sweater? <laughs> she's, I'm just a, a few years older than us. but Wow, really? Um, I'm like, yeah, she's pretty young. Um, I had no idea. I thought she was older. Nah, I mean, she's in her mid-30s. Like, we're, we're oh, in our man, 30s. that's not even that much older than me. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> we're, damn, I'm old. we're in our 30s. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, when, is the, when is the new one due out? I can't remember. Oh, I couldn't care less. Uh, I, mean, I it, thought it already came out, didn't it? I thought so too, but no. Oh. Uh, it's still on the horizon. Uh, so I would not be surprised if this is like a synergy kind of thing. I remember my mom basically called me a nerd because I was like nine years old when this came out. So I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch Cats because they make it look awesome. And my mom's like, you want to watch Cats? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, I can't believe you want to watch Cats. <laughs> I'm like, jeez. I mean, that was kind of like me with the... Uh, macaulay culkin nutcracker movie oh oh my god yeah did you forget that oh existed? my gosh i forgot about that no it's really funny i think that america was forced to forget about that what's really funny is that i've never seen it 
Oh. Um, but I wanted to see it mostly because of him, and I was obsessed with Home Alone too. We all were. Uh, um, dude, I want to watch a trailer for this when we get done. But my, uh, I remember talking to my mom and being like, "I want to see that," and she ended up taking. I can't remember if my brother was there. I don't think so. But she ended up taking me. Uh, to see like an actual ballet performance of the Nutcracker, and oh, it was great. Jeez! But I remember being disappointed. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't the fucking Macaulay Culkin movie. <laughs> That's disappointing. It, I mean, it was actually really. It, I remember that some of the dancing. It was actually pretty cool, and the and the the Rat King was spectacular on the stage. But I just remember being a, a small child and being like, "It's not Macaulay Culkin, no." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so moving on here, uh, we have a disaster film two-pack, two movies. Oh, I only know The Wave. I don't know The Quake. I uh, the Wave few. is that Scandinavian movie. I forget if it's Norwegian or Swedish, but uh, Swedish. it's probably neither. <laughs> it's probably Finnish or something. But I remember the advertisements for that. Good setup. Uh, I heard it's a terrible movie. I don't know The Quake, though. Um, something called Ambition that has kind of a cool cover from 2019. Undercover Brother 2, starring Michael Jai White. Oh my goodness, um, really? I have have sneaking suspicion that's terrible, but I really like Michael Jai White. Um, the I, first Undercover Brother is awful. Hey, I like it. Ugh. I think it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I like Undercover Brother. Jeez, Michael Jai White as Undercover Brother 2. Yeah, he's got a couple of movies on the horizon I was texting you about. Uh, I think it's called The Outlaw Johnny Black. It recently got like crowdfunded. Um, and then he also has a remake of Sudden Death, which is a uh, Van Damme movie. It's Die Hard in a hockey stadium at the Pittsburgh Penguins oh, hockey stadium. Okay. Um, and Powers Booth is the bad guy, by the way. Powers Booth? Cool voice. Uh, he plays the Mayor Rourke from uh, Sin City. Uh, he's, the, oh, he's Curly yes, Bell yes, from yes, Tombstone. Yes. There we go. <laughs> I was like, I know that name. Um, but yeah, uh, Michael Jai Shut White. up, Ack. <laughs> Michael Jai White's great. I, I love him. Uh, apparently, um, if he was to get into a fist fight with Steven Seagal, um, it would be so one-sided as can to... Can I laugh at you? Oh, my God. Man, what what completes that for me is that they have done a movie together. Yeah. Why would you shit where you sleep, man? Like, why would you do that? Can I laugh in your face? Yeah, oh, oh, my God. Like, he, they, they oh. did exit wounds together. You would think that, like, he'd be conscious of the fact that, like... You know, like, working relationships are kind of important. Like, you might run afoul of this guy again. Dude, I don't think Steven Seagal has ever thought for a second about his working relationships with anybody. I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else we got here? Uh, We got a bunch of anime and children's films. Uh, Sorry, folks, we don't really talk too much about anime releases here, mostly because I'm... I'm out of the game. I'm out, I'm out of the loop. I don't know what's good. I don't know what's too important. old for this shit. I'm too old for this shit. Um, and there's just so many. Of, there's so many of them to the point that's like if all we did was talk about the anime coming out, we would do nothing but talk about yeah, anime. That's that's a whole other and, podcast. Yeah, go somewhere else for that. Sorry. Is there anything else on this this release uh, today? No, the rest of it looks pretty not good. Yeah, not good slash oh. underfinanced. Um, moving on down though, we have a midweek release, uh, November eighth, <laughs> Slayer: The Repentless Killogy. Yeah, uh, this looks like. Um, is that like their final tour or something? Well, actually, Jeff Hanman, uh, one of the guitarists, died in two thousand thirteen. Oh wow! So there's no synopsis. I think this is probably just live. 
it's from 2017 so yeah I'm, I'm guessing it's it's a concert film yeah not not so much like a documentary or something i would watch a documentary about slayer for sure i mean uh, they have a they have an interesting reputation and they're massively influential the peanut butter falcon yeah uh this is one of the weirdest names i've heard for a film <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, there's a band that I like called Rainbow Kitten Surprise, and it sounds like a really dumb, like dumb band, but they're actually really talented, and it's a really good band. I mean, you, I think you should be if yeah. you're gonna have a name like that. So <laughs> with a name like this, you're like, okay, that's weird. And then you see Shia LaBeouf, and you're like, okay, that's really weird. This could be anything. Uh, uh, I've I, seen a couple of reviews. Um, intensely. Oh, there's our yep. uh, our best friend, the uh, Rotten Tomatoes yeah. certified fresh symbol, which you know definitely sets off my bullshit detector. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've heard really mixed reviews. Some people think it's excellent. Some people think it's terrible. Um, it's it's like a i don't know if he has down syndrome or some sort of child young guy with special needs and then shia labeouf and the title comes from the special needs guy like wanting to become a pro wrestler like go to wrestling school and i guess that's the name he picks for himself as a wrestler um it everything about it like all the advertisements just made it look like the equivalent of like indie schlock it probably just is. like oh just shia like, labeouf is the king of indie schlock again like whenever i think of indie movie i always think of that fucking imagine miles Dra- teller no, i was that thinking. imagine dragon song yeah. Yeah. and somebody running through the woods and find like having an epiphany or something or discovering that life is indeed beautiful i was just thinking, <laughs> i think miles teller the the they would like they went he and Shia LaBeouf I feel like went to the same high school but like Miles Teller was like really into like band like he was just like a band dude or theater and was really funny and Shia LaBeouf was like the theater guy who's taking it really fucking seriously but I feel like they went to like the same class and they're both just doing indie schlock yeah I I think I tend to favor Shia LaBeouf between the two of them oh I can't stand Miles Teller I watched uh I watched the Vinnie Pazienza movie starring Miles Teller like I didn't care about him. I wanted to see the the story because yeah. I know, like, Vinny Pazienza was a boxer in a time period when I was aware of like of what was going on. Like, I I knew him. I saw some of his fights, um, and yeah, it's it's flat. Just I it's it. just there's just nothing there. Like, it's semi inspiring, but it's like you know, if I actually want to get into that, I can just like watch the guys' fights and watch the, like the TV documentary about him. What was that Mods Mikkelsen Shia LaBeouf movie? It was an indie flick. Um, I remember watching. I can't remember the name of it, but it was pretty decent. Uh, I have no idea what that is. Mods is terrifying in that. He's fucking. He's good at he's that. Um, my, what was it? Oh, there's that Tom Hardy movie with Guy Pierce and Shia LaBeouf. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I wanted to see that for a long time now. That's one where he punched Tom Hardy on the yeah, set. Yeah, that's it's about like moonshiners basically. Something like um, that, yeah. I actually really wanted to see that. Um, I don't know if it's good. It's just Guy Pierce without eyebrows and Tom Hardy as Big Brother. That was the that was the power struggle. That was where Shia LaBeouf was like on top of the world and about to have his like his decline, and then fucking Tom Hardy was on the trajectory. Like he was about to skyrocket. That came out I think the same year as The Dark Knight Rises. So like mainstream audiences were starting to thought, catch wind of his big deal. I thought it was closer around Inception. I thought it was a little earlier. He than, was big. Was he so He big was there? big in in that movie. I can't remember what it's fucking mm-hmm. called. It's it's like I know exactly it's what like you're outlaws talking. or outsiders or something. I think 
think you're onto something. Yeah, I can't. It's I, one word, but anyway, it's something that it's been on my mind for a long time. Do you have you heard anything about that? So we get like we've had this produced by or brought to you by the people that did Super Bad and all this shit. So we have like these. It's the good boys. Good boys. They're like three kids with potty mouths, obviously. They have R rating plastered front and center. But I don't big as life and twice as ugly. I like. I don't think it's gonna be funny because I don't think they realize the success of those movies were. Danny McBride, fucking Jonah Hill, Seth Rogen, Bill Hader. You have all oh, these the really yeah. funny people, very talented, making the movie funny. And I'm like, these are just three kids, and they're just going to be saying curse words. I'm like, it's. It, I don't think it's going to be very funny. I haven't well, heard anything Seth, about Seth it. Seth Rogen's a good writer, and I know that uh, I think Superbad was something he had on his shelf for a long time. It was like something he wanted to make for ages. He and Adam Goldberg, anytime they collaborate, it's gold. It's yeah, going to be fucking yeah. hilarious. I love... Uh, this is the end. I, like that. That was kind of like the end of their like. We're gonna be doing these comedy movies together. That was like the last one, and they went out on a high note. It was really funny. I didn't see that sausage party movie. That uh, is the you... worst. It's awful. Okay. Don't waste your time. <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't terribly curious about it. We got a Walter Mothow release. Charlie, I've never, I haven't seen anything from of his besides the Odd Couple and the Bad News Bears. There's only old Walter Mothow besides the the grumpy, the grumpy old man. Grumpy men. old man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what his thing was. I'm like, is he supposed to be funny? I know he's supposed to have like a serious role in the taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. I don't know what kind of actor he was supposed to be. I don't either. But he's always likable. Yeah. Like, he's, he's... He's funny. He's always welcome. Like, even in fucking Dennis the Menace. <laughs> oh, I forgot about him in Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Mr. Wilson! <laughs> Got some Star Trek that they're doing. Uh, fucking Clint Eastwood in one of the billion movies where he's got a gun on the front cover. I mean, it, it's sold. Like, yeah. 1974, that was right in the thick of it, as far as I know. That's all you needed. That yeah. was gold. Yeah. Uh, Angry Birds 2. Oh, my God. 4K. I didn't even know there was a movie. I knew there was a movie, but I didn't know there were two. Holy shit. We've got a, another Western here. Fucking Big Bang Theory. Uh, the Farewell. I've uh, heard that's excellent. Really? It's got the Rotten Tomatoes sticker on hey, there. Hey, sometimes that's truthful. Um, <laughs> but no, I've heard that's very, very good. That's uh, Aquafina, And it's like, it's this interesting situation where like uh, her grandma's dying. Um, but they have there's like a cultural mistranslation kind of thing where Chinese grandmother... We don't like tell her she's dying. We just kind of treat. We just kind of go about our business and continue loving her grandma till she passes. Oh. Um. So it's like every, like everybody comes out of the woodwork to hang out with Gam Gam in her final days, and Gam Gam doesn't really know what's going on, but we all try to like love her as much as we can. Gotcha. I've heard it's very, very, very good. Um. Criterion, Criterion release. Day Trippers. The Day Trippers from 1996. I've never heard of that. Neither have I. Uh, the the cover know. art makes me think of Ghost World a little bit. Uh, it makes me think of uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Oh, fuck. Adam Sandler, <laughs> the Adam Sandler cartoon. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, the, the outlines of it. It yeah. does remind me of that. Uh, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged uh, from 2019. That's the one about, it's a, uh, it's a blind shark. That's the gimmick. Oh, was there another one with uh, what's her face, the the singer from the nineties, uh, Mandy Moore? I think there was Mandy Moore. Her and a friend get are like forty seven meters down. Like I think you're right. I think um, that one looked not too bad. It looked kind of fun. It's actually there's a reason this got a sequel. Is like I think the first one did pretty well at the box office, and it has an okay reputation. Like I don't think it's great. Uh, shark recent shark movies, The Shallows is quite good. 
Um, that's the Blake Lively. Gotcha. Um, I watched The Reef. I really like The Reef. I haven't seen that one. It's very good. Have you seen The Meg? No, I keep... I, st- I, I would watch it, but I haven't watched it. I, I totally would, though. I know you would. <laughs> it's been on my. It's been on HBO forever, and I'll click on it to watch it on Prime, and then I just never get to it. Ah, no, I I totally would watch it, but I I just haven't. See, I think it would be. I'll watch it eventually. <laughs> uh, the Nutty Professor Collection. Uh, there's only two from what I from what I know yeah. of. Uh, that first Nutty Professor movie is fucking it's hilarious. Uh, that actually. Might... A couple of cin- there's a cinematic death in there that terrified me as a child. What was what was that? When he grows big, when he, when he becomes the massive Nutty Professor when oh, he's dreaming, the, the doctor. Yeah. No, the doctor that gets enveloped by his fat. Oh, that yeah. Was terrifying. Pretty gross. Uh, Heathers, I kind of like this cover. It's just Winona with a croquet mallet. Yeah, it's a painting. I, I, I like that cover. That's pretty yeah. cool. Um, Heathers has been on our list of potential episodes for ages. I think now. it's going to be a triple threat if I had to guess. Yeah, we should get on this. Yeah. Um, pop star never stop never stopping kyle i couldn't even get through the first five minutes of that movie that's the only thing i know about that movie is that you could not even bother (laughs) i could not be bothered to watch it i'm not a big andy samberg fan uh he's a little silly for me but i love hot rod it is a it is a little little comedy movie it's just it's so fucking funny it's it's really good so i was expecting pop star to be kind of fun but it's completely different. It's not even close to the same thing. I'm, gotcha. I couldn't even get past the first five minutes. You can hard pass on that. Uh, Flowers in the Attic. This seems misleading. This is a, an Arrow release. 1987. I see a ballerina on the front, which makes me believe this is a and French. Every, everything's blood red. This feels like a, uh, um, what do you call it, like Suspiria. Like, uh, yeah, it, the plot description kind of makes me think that might be the case. Um Interesting cover art. Yeah, interesting cover. Um, Operation Crossbow, 1965. It's yeah. an interesting poster. Um, Again, we got P-Paul releases here. Monty Python's Flying Circus Collection, 1969 Ooh. to 1974. Comes in a little nifty little box. I feel like I would really like the, the show because I do like two of the Monty Python films. Um, the other, Life of Brian, I cannot stand the Life of Brian. There's The biggest dickest part is funny, but <laughs> The Meaning of Life is really good. I, I stand by that as their best film. Uh, it's fine. I've only seen The Life of Brian and uh, Holy Grail. Yeah, everybody's seen Holy Grail. Yeah. Holy Grail's <laughs> fine. It, it's it's okay, but it's just overquoted. I, mean, I, I can't quote either of them, which tells you how much of a fan I am. The meaning of li- the the meaning of life has the really really well written jokes and like the misdirection. It's it's a fun one. Oh my goodness! Wait till we get to it. Uh, the fan- <laughs> the Phantom Creeps. I think that's one that Rob Zombie used the monster from yeah. it in his Dragula music video. Maybe even others as well. Look at the fucking the the traps on this dude in this 1958 The Gun Runners. I don't Holy know. Shit. Who, yeah, yeah, look at that. For 1958, that fellow was jacked. Um, an um, Emmanuel movie. Emmanuel I'm in not America. I'm not familiar with Emmanuel. Uh, they had a running, well, not a running gag, but they had a gag on a Seinfeld about like just like French softcore porn movies that were oh. in mainstream theaters like at, at a certain point in time. And I think that's exactly what it is, basically. It's just like super hot lady sleeps around a lot and somehow we tell a story one, with one, really, really, really good shots. One of the funniest gags on Seinfeld was The English Patient. Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite. Like, what the fuck? This is so... St- <laughs> so boring oh my <laughs> god an oscar jeez um bliss i've i've noticed on the twitters like a lot of people are like t- 
taking photos of it. Like, apparently it's a big deal in certain circles. I know nothing of it. Let's read about it. Good cover, though. Yeah, it's a cool cover, but that leads me to think that it's not very good. 80 minutes. I know you like that. Oh, I I have heard of the I've I've sent a trailer. I believe you. Oh yeah, I sent you a trailer. You did. You sent me a trailer for this. I did send you a trailer. This looked awesome. I wasn't buying it. Uh, it I I get what it was trying to tell me, but I'm like I don't feel like this is gonna this is gonna do what I think it's gonna do. I I think what they're telling me through the trailer is not actually what they're gonna do. Okay, well the trailer I thought was quite good. Exactly. That the trailer was good. But I don't I'm know like about the movie. Exactly. I'm like I'm not buying it. Okay. This cover art for Chud is infuriating because I've watched Chud and it is not good. <laughs> this cover art is awesome. Like this the cover they have here. I'm like it makes you think there's actually a movie there. <laughs> there it's not it's it's Daniel Stern sweating and then two times you see this thing basically. I've only seen one scene from it. It's Ugh. where the thing inexplicably grows a long neck. So as to allow them to more easily chop its head off. It's not a movie. Like, it's just, there's nothing to it. <laughs> I mean, I, that title is fantastic, but yeah, I, I don't doubt that's not a very good movie. It's, yeah. uh, what else we got here? Gone Fishing on Blu-ray? Who the fuck needed that? Oh, the stuff. Um, um, I can tell you why that's on Blu-ray, The Irishman. Oh, yeah, the Joe Pesci yeah. hype, hype train. Dude, they are blowing that thing. They People, it's going to break... The, it's gonna break cinema like it, it's supposed to be the biggest deal everybody it's cannot shut up about that stupid movie it's supposed to be quite good and it is Scorsese if it's Scorsese obviously it's gonna be good guys yeah, obviously I mean, it goes without saying um, beside Gone Fishing though we have the stuff from, I like this cover uh, uh, 1985 um, was it Mr. Cohen I can't remember his first name I think um, he's noteworthy for like doing a lot of trashy like exploitation type movies um, but he adds like a layer of social commentary to them that's biting. Gotcha. And this one's about '80s consumerism. One, uh, I've actually been meaning to see this movie for a long time. It sounds like the premise is excellent, where it's basically a some sort of white gooey substance um, springs out of the ground, mm. and like somebody who's digging in the area like inexplicably tastes it, and they're yeah. like, "This is pretty fucking good." And so they take this random substance that springs up from the ground, and they start putting it on store shelves as like a a yogurt or like a Cool Whip, and it turns out to be this like malevolent, evil like bacteria of some sort that like brainwashes you into only wanting to eat it, and it also has the capability of killing you. So sugar. Yeah. <laughs> But it, but they do a lot of like RoboCop style like mm. social commentary with like advertising and marketing and stuff like that. I want to read the description for this uh, the mountain Click from it. 2018. It's got Jeff Goldblum's and Ty Sheridan from uh, the X the most recent X Mans and uh, Ready Player One. He looked for a second like the kid from um, uh, Dunkirk and uh, the Killing of a Sacred Deer. Uh, I can't think of yeah, his Irish. Yeah, actually, the cover for Killing of a Sacred Deer, I know exactly what you're talking about. So the mountain is the story of a young man who, after losing his mother, goes to work with a doctor specializing in lobotomies and therapies. Okay. It's, that's Udo Kier. <laughs> so it's going to be creepy. It's going to be creepy. <laughs> um, it makes me, I'm curious, because I don't see Jeff Goldblum doing too much these days. And. Uh, you are wrong, sir. No, I don't. I don't see okay. him. Okay, <laughs> because uh, he has an entire TV show to himself on that Disney Plus program. Oh God! It's like it's like the Anthony Bourdain show, but with Jeff Goldblum. I'll never watch it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, uh, moving on down. 
Peepaw, Peepaw, Peepaw. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of westerns. A lot of Peepaw. Uh, I think this day's done. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think you're right. Let's keep it moving. There's a whole here. lot of nothing. A whole going lot on. of anime, dad movies. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next big week. time. Uh, so, a Ooh. Karate Christmas Miracle. Oh my gosh. Can we click and yes, on? it is pronounced karate. That's 2019. <laughs> Look at that cover. I thought that was from 1962. Oh, that's hideous. Oh my gosh, a, that's awful. A karate Christmas miracle. That's. I'm going to keep my eye on that. Wow. <laughs> that's bad. So the next release date is November 19th. And Kyle, we got a big mm. one for you. Yeah, I already own this. If I had 4K four capabilities, oh. uh, if I had it, I would probably buy this on 4K easily because. The Giallo films are, I'm not a fan of slashers. These are strictly for me visual movies because they're dubbed. Uh, the music's fine, but I really just like watching it as like a piece of, as a piece of art. And and looking at a moving painting. Yes, and Suspiria is that. It's just a moving painting because the story's not really there for me. Um, I just enjoy it visually. See, I haven't seen it, but I've been saying it for a while. We should do a compare and contrast between that and the new one, because I have heard good things about that new one. The new one probably has a better execution as far as the story goes. It probably has tension. A lot of times for these older films, they don't have a lot of tension for me. Um, But what I like about this Suspiria is, like I said, it's the visual component of it. And I might like the story better, or like the actual execution of the story in the new one, but I'm not gonna. That's I'm not comparing those I'm two. I'm just things. saying. I think there's probably a lot to like in that new one because you got Tilda Swinton. I love Tilda Swinton. You got Tilda Swinton. You got top-notch makeup effects, and you have the director of the Timothy Chalamet movie and the Army Hammer movie that was uh, Call Me by Your Name. Oh, I haven't seen that. So you have like an Oscar-caliber director who just decides like after he does his Oscar-caliber work. You know, I think I'm going to remix Suspiria. Yeah. It's like, go from, like, up for Oscars to, like, who who is even, who even cares about this movie or knows about it? Like, yeah. obviously he did. So, but I've, I've heard good things, so I'd, I'd be curious to see both. Was this this Cold War, the 2018 Criterion release? Must have done well if that's the case, because usually they do, you know, more older films. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with it, but I think it's foreign. <laughs> it goes without saying. It looked like Clive Owen from the side. I'm, I'm curious. I just yeah, want to click on it. Let's get some details. So we've got, oh, Polish. Uh, Polska. Oh, black and white? Wow. A uh, passionate love story between two people of different backgrounds and temperaments who are faithfully mismatched, set against the background of the Cold War in the 1950s in Poland, Berlin, Yugoslavia, and Paris. That sounds like a... <sighs> sounds heavy. Sounds quite heavy. Yeah. Um, probably good, but... No, not something you just casually turn on. No. Uh, Whole Nine Yards, I stand by that movie. Uh, it's not very, it's not great, but it's a it's a dark comedy, more or less. Is that Amanda Peet? It's Amanda Peet, yes. You um, get to see quite a bit of her in that. You do, and if you want to see quite a bit of uh, Natasha Henstridge, I just watched Species for the first time. Holy Lord. Yeah, you, you don't have to look too far to no. see a whole lot of Natasha Henstridge. Uh, she doesn't go new to neither, neither one of those movies. She's like, no, 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 I did that already. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of like that. It, it's I'm probably wrong for liking it, but I, no, I enjoyed I, it. I don't have negative memories of it. I I remember the second one had oh, a really... It's a completely different movie. It had a really troubled production. I can like, believe it. Like, intensely troubled, apparently. It was making headlines for, um, like... It didn't come out until, like, a couple of years after it was shot because of it. Oh, uh, because what, Bruce Willis was in it? Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, moving on down, though, we have the original Scarface. Mm-hmm. I think that's the Howard Hughes yeah, about Scarface. The, about the actual gangster. Yeah. Um, 3,000 Miles to Graceland. I've, I've, I would watch that. I've never seen it, but is it like there is it a heist? It looks like a heist. It is. Okay. As far as I know, it's a heist. Um, I got a Reindeer Games vibe from it uh, where there's like Descent in the Ranks or something. But it's Kurt Russell and Kevin Costner as, as uh, Elvis impersonators. Doing, running some sort of heist i would watch it it's not high on my list of things to watch but um Ooh. we got another oh rock and roll rock and roll high school i believe is john waters i think oh. it's a john waters musical wow or no 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 i'm thinking of crybaby sorry that's oh, okay. that's crybaby never mind uh we got a criterion release betty blue yeah that's a charming cover it's a charming cover it looks boring yeah a little bit uh we have charlie's Angels box set to, ca- to cash in on the new movie that just came out yeah. uh, as of our recording time. There's a Dora movie? Yeah, I remember walking like down the corridor in a movie theater and seeing like a big old like, advertisement Ugh. for it and just being like, what? Why? We're old, Kyle. We don't yeah. understand these things. Yeah, kids make kids make money. That's what all the movies are mm-hmm. now. Yeah, Memory, the uh, the making of Alien, which is or the origins of Alien, which I've got on my queue ready to rent at any time. I don't know if I need to own it on Blu-ray. I think it'd be a one and done for me. Um, but yeah, I do plan on watching that. Oh, man. We've got some... I don't even... Some racy shit. Yeah, some stuff. Oh, Charles Bronson. Yeah. Is that Perils of Gwendolyn? Is that uh, Angie Everhart? Yeah. The gal from uh, the Bordello Blood? No. no. Tawny Katane. <laughs> is, is that a White Snake's wife? I think that's White Snake's wife. Very possible. <laughs> if Very. I remember right. Um, Hitchhike to Hell from Arrow. Yeah, that doesn't look like that. Uh, Jawbreaker, you can skip the fuck out of that. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. I remember some of the ads for it. Oh, we oh. got some Ultraman, Ultraman Orb and Geed. I'm sorry, I'm too old for this shit. Uh, Message from Space, that's a Japanese sci-fi television show oh. from the late 70s, post-Star Wars. Um, I would watch that. I don't know that I would buy it. The Divine Fury is a Korean movie uh, Ooh. that... So, Kyle. Yeah. You like The Exorcist, right? Yeah, that's all right. How do you feel about MMA? Mm. How would you feel about those two genres being put together? I Wow. <laughs> that's what that movie is really yeah it's about a mixed martial artist in, in south korea who gets possessed by a demon or the devil oh wow and we need to exercise him with with taekwondo or martial art or, or mma is this where you draw your line as far as absolutely okay <laughs> no i i'm i'm not gonna bother with it but the trailers for it it's like i had my fingers tented over my mouth and i was just like are you for real? <laughs> like, is this what we're doing? And I've seen some crazy shit. I've seen some shit, but uh, this is going too far. <laughs> uh, we've got Edward James almost shit ton of animated movies. Yeah. Um, holy man, have you seen that, Kyle? I have. I didn't care for it. I thought it was all right. Uh, good Goldblum, good Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy was kind of weaning out at this point. A little bit. It's yeah. it's a confused movie in a lot of ways, but I thought it was fine. Um. This is probably for that My Name is Dolomite movie, you know, get I, the cross I need to watch it. I've you need to watch it. I need that. to watch it. I need to watch I it. I, but I want it to be so good. That's the thing. I want it to be really good. Why Jim is, Gaffigan. Why is Jim Gaffigan doing all this direct-to-video crap? I, he's got, he had one last month. He's got like six kids. Oh. Uh, okay. So he's got to make money. He's got to make money. 
Like but people yeah, don't tell you that like have another kid. Like it costs money. But yeah, he he's been cranking out a lot of these like direct to video garbage movies. I can't imagine that's even worth my time. Uh, what else we got here? I think that's about it for. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Let's All right. So let's go to the the home run. November 24th. We got Christmas shit. Yeah. The Upside, which I am not going to watch. Uh, sorry, Brian Cranston. Oh, Cranston's that's dead. the Kevin Hart movie? Uh, yeah, Kevin and Hart, Cranston. Brian Cranston. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm uh, that's a hard pass for me. Uh, the Great Open, which looks like a truck driver movie or something. It looks like a heavy metal road. Oh, this isn't even the main one. This is November 24th. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> why. Okay, November 26th there is the, is we the go. Tuesday. There we go. Yeah, we got some good shit right up front. Yeah. Uh, first up, we got Robocop. A hammer release of Robocop. Uh, Arrow release. Oh, Arrow, sorry. Arrow, Arrow not release hammer. of Robocop, which undoubtedly has a lot of special features. Um, I might actually invest in that. Being, I know you will. Being, well, I mean, like I said, I, I only have my DVD of Robocop mm-hmm. that unfolds into a Robocop. Gotcha. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I'm due for an upscale. Uh, and then we have... Some Criterions. We got some Criterions. We got All About Eve from 1950. And beside that, we have the the most coveted Dracula film between me and Kyle. Uh, yeah, the Frank Langella. Uh, it's either Dracula. Frank Langella or Jack Palance. Either I... one of those. I need to see both. But like, I think I want to see this one a little bit more. Isn't there a Christopher Lee Dracula? Well, absolutely. The horror of Dracula. Okay. Yeah, the hammer. 70, yeah, the, the 80, something. Like... No, I think that was the... Early seventies or early sixties, but it's a it's he had a whole run in, okay. at Hammer. He did like four of them. Although he started to say, "I don't want to say lines on camera anymore because apparently <laughs> the scripts are too bad." So he's like the the mute Dracula. But yeah, nineteen seventy nine oh. Frank Langella Dracula. Fuck yes, I want to see that. Uh, another Criterion Now Voyager from nineteen forty two. Oh, Prophecy! I brought this up on the Cinematic Deaths episode. Yeah, uh, check it out if you haven't listened to it before, but. Um, this is the mutated bear monster movie, mm. and it has the exploding sleeping bag death, um, which there's a reason I brought it up on that episode, because I think it's hilarious. Uh, Angel has fallen, the Gerard Butler, uh, <laughs> who I don't think has a single good movie in his in his filmography. Well, he keeps the lights on, though. He does. He, uh, he's, he works. There's a market for that. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see here. This is the... Well, let's see. There's nothing else on this shelf, but uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm guessing this is the old TV show and then the new one that they've put all into one box set. Yeah, I think it's actually just like the most recent season, the Netflix stuff, basically. 79 2013, but that I'm not sure if that's, that covers that. That's the that's oh. the release date of the movies yeah, that it's they just, cover. Yeah, it's just season 12. No, they haven't been doing that that long. <laughs> Uh, no, I know they have it, but I thought maybe they had the old Mystery Science Theater uh-huh. and the new one put together, but it's just season 12. Um, kind of a slow, maybe... Blood, Bloodstalkers has a cool cover. 1976. Yeah. Don't uh, go. Hotel by the River. That looks like you'll cry. Uh, Machine Girl is a Japanese like action sci-fi horror movie. that uh, There's a couple of them. I haven't seen them, but some of the people that work on those movies are people that I, I like. Um some of the guys that worked on Versus, as far as I remember. Mm. Um, I can't bring myself to watch them because they look exploitative and trashy in the gotcha. way that I don't like. Uh, Hentai Heaven, Volume 9. <laughs> Gags the Clown. Uh, kind of cool cover. Yeah, it's kind of a cool cover. It's probably not a good movie. Oh, no, I'm sure it's horrendous. Uh, yeah, not much else going on. Mr. Wrong, when Ellen did two movies before she became a fucking billionaire. <laughs> uh... She was great in, in Ed TV. I love that movie. Uh, Gary Oldman, 
in a movie called Mary from 2019. I'm um, curious. It's just his name, just his face and a lady's face on the cover, and a family looking to start a charter boat business buys a ship that holds terrifying secrets once out on a isolate once out on isolated water. Ew, fifty percent off. That it, is not. It's a good not sign. even out yet, folks. Yeah, that's <laughs> not. That's not good. Not good well, this is actually a shitty day. Uh, is there one more day? There's got to be one we, more. We open strong, but uh, this might be it, Kyle. I mean, getting closer to. Uh, yeah, that was it. It was it was top heavy. Okay, so the last thing that I'd like to point out here, and yes, it was very top heavy. Um, Tammy and the T Rex. Oh my goodness. On 4K, the R-rated version. Um, now, I remember seeing this cover art, not this cover art, but, oh, okay. but the original VHS cover for this movie at, at like Blockbuster and stuff when it first came out. Mm-hmm. It's from 1994. Uh, Paul Walker and Denise Richards. Oh, wow. Way. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, t- uh, Terry something. I can't think of his name. Kaiser. Terry Kaiser, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this, and this, you know, this was 1994. Dinosaurs were everything yeah like we were doing like pre-hysteria we had that uh the Whoopi goldberg dinosaur cop movie <laughs> i think that the little f- that that spielberg that we had, we're back a dinosaur story or whatever that spielberg flick jurassic park came out in like 93 yeah you know that may have had something to do with pushing yeah. the trend and yeah. whatnot but yeah this movie i've never seen it i've seen it reviewed and it looks utterly ridiculous and terrible although i do think it's funny that there exists an r-rated cut of it oh my i'm curious gosh. as to why because it looked like a fairly tame movie for the most part although 1994 denise richards maybe we got our r rating in ways other than gore yeah that I'm, is very possible i'm not sure i don't know i didn't see that wild things movie but i heard it was pretty racy it's got some stuff it's got some stuff it's got uh, some stuff so yeah kyle uh anything anything not, coming out this month that jumps out at you not particularly no uh this was more for this is more for the kids. Yeah, uh, and dads. <laughs> kids and peepaw. That's that's what we yeah. were pumping out this month. Um, kind of surprised because I mean, both you and I yeah. seem to expect that there was some good shit coming out this month. I mean, Suspiria. If you had four capability, four capability. Uh, yes, you would probably pick that I'd up. Probably right? pick that up. Yeah, that would be that would be a good one to have for four K. Yeah, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even me. Like usually, I you know I show up, I buy shit. It was a shitty movie year. Yeah, it was a shitty, shitty month for movies. Oh, I figured the Joker would be coming out, but that'll probably be... No, that's going to be a couple months yet. But that might We might have more releases in December. We might have the crunch time releases. That might be the case. Um, yeah, for me, I think I think I already bought all the Blu-rays I'm going to buy this month, that being Hobbs and Shaw. Because you can probably jack up the prices for December. It's like, oh, fuck, I forgot to get this movie. It wasn't even out yet. But yeah, you can just put smart. the... smart. You, yeah. you can jack up the prices. Yeah, people people will pay. I might rent... Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark i think i'm going to as well i might red box that um like i said i would watch castlevania season two if i had netflix i yeah. don't heathers i'm not gonna pay money for no. but uh we, we we gotta get on that yeah um bliss i'll probably continue to forget about <laughs> might rent it yeah but i'll probably keep forgetting about it uh and then yeah the alien documentary uh the memory the origins of alien i definitely want to see that but yeah, kind of a weak month for yeah. the most part. Weak. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that being said, uh, thank you so much for joining us as we caught up on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, until next time.